Boom, and we're live. What's up? Welcome back. We got a uh, man. We got a good segment coming up. Jimmy Simeon has a uh, man, man of the hour for sure. Check it out. He's on the cover in May. Okay, got the issue right here. Houston Real Producers gets the top 500 agents every month. So uh, recognized there, and then was extremely generous with his time. We host a monthly mastermind called Masterclass Houston. By the way, if you want to RSVP for free and learn a lot, go to masterclasshouston.com. We got come, one coming up in a couple of weeks, so you can see who's on it. Grab your Zoom link there. We had over a thousand people on that the last uh, like three weeks ago on our last one. So he did a fantastic job there. And um, and if you missed that, you're gonna you know hear maybe some of the same tips and tricks from him uh, from right here. But but anyway, welcome to Disruption Nation, Jimmy. Thank you so much for being on. How you doing, man? Good man, good. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. How's uh how's life? How's business? You know, we were catching up right before, and um, and I'll I'll just go and go go through a little little bit of an intro for you before we get into it. So let's see, 187 transactions last month. He's up this year over last year. Last year, 42 million. Is that right? Right. Yeah. So 187 transactions last year. Right. And then we're this year we're up even with Corona. We we're outpacing where we were last year. That's fantastic. And uh, in doing it, running lean and mean, six buyers agents, okay, two full-time staff, and then uh, and then you, right? So, right. That's, so that's so nine people total, basically. Uh, nine people total. And uh, man, well, what's uh what's going on, brother? I I mean, like, what how how's uh you know, Corona? Obviously, your business. You said it's up this year, which is yes. uh, incredible. And uh, yeah, and, yeah, go for it. So I mean, uh, all summer was incredible. I mean, we've been busy. Really, Corona happened, died down for a couple of weeks, and then ever since then, you know, just kind of took off after that. Uh, we've been busy nonstop. It slowed down the last couple of weeks, you know, school starting, people trying to figure out what the new normal is with school. But uh, beyond that, it has been nonstop since, you know, April-ish. Um, so we've had some really good months, May, June, July, August. Uh, so we'll see what the rest of the year brings. I mean, interest rates obviously are so low, that's driving a lot of this. Uh, so we, we definitely can't complain and it's definitely different than we thought it might be when Corona started happening. Right. I mean, we didn't know what to expect. Uh, absolutely. Everybody, you know, the fear bubble was, I think popped pretty quick, but, um, that's for sure. March and April, I mean, it's a real scary time, I think for, yeah. for everybody in the industry. And, um, <laughs> I mean, my, my two cents on it, you know, interest, low interest rates been phenomenal, obviously, but you know, I mean, if you're, you know, and I've been that you're quarantined, right? I just I, I I just keep playing this picture in my head over and over. I'm like, okay, I'm quarantine. You're looking around. You're like, I've been here for a while. I'm kind of getting tired. I've been thinking right. about moving, but I'm never really home as much as I am now. And I'm like, yeah. it's like it's time to let's like let's move, you know? And I don't know. Yeah. You can easily shop, right? Virtual tours, and it's easy to check stuff out. And then you know, you're right there, obviously, to help people make the make the jump, make the move, right. and. Anyway, it's uh, it's good for everybody. I, I would imagine if you're spending more time at home, you may as well be happy with right, you know, right? Yeah, honey, I need you know two more rooms in the house. I need a game room. I need an office. Whatever, especially especially offices. You know, a lot of companies are allowing people to work at home, so people have to think about: Am mm -hmm. I using another bedroom or am I buying another house that gives me an opportunity to work at home? So that's those right. are realities right now. That's that's a huge piece of the, of that. That's probably. 50% of what I was just thinking, like, you know, okay, well, I'm going to move work from home now. Like the house needs to be right. It's bigger, right? Functionality. So, 100%. So, 
So uh, a couple of things we're going to hit today is um, consistency. I know it's one of the things that you're passionate and good at, you know, follow up. I love that because, uh, man, so many opportunities are missed and the lack of uh, follow up. I mean, it's just, right. uh, it's ridiculous. You know, it's not, <laughs> you don't have to be, you know, super skilled or talented just to, if you pay attention to it, you know, and you follow up, there's, there's right. a lot there. Um, and then uh, dialogue, right? How to communicate to be able to uh, produce the numbers that you know uh, that Jimmy and his team are able to uh, to produce. Right. And then uh, and then just and just that's it, you know. Just relating with people, you know. It's right. uh, I talk about all the time. I was talking about earlier, you know, this is, it's a people business, you know, people to people. I don't believe in B two B business to business because guess who's running the businesses? It's, you know, it's people. people. You know, right? <laughs> yeah. So. Let's um let's just dive in. Let's dive in with you know uh, what what you're doing. You know to have been as consistent just to just be consistent in general. Right. Well, I mean, I think we were talking a little bit before the segment. I mean, I think the biggest thing I've been doing this 18 years now, and you know, I think back to when I first started. You know, we had technology, but not like we do now. We didn't have all the CRMs and stuff. And you know, used to we would write things down on these little sticky notes, right? <laughs> and I got to call Bob, you know, I got to call Sam, Sarah, whoever, and you lose a sticky note, it's shoved in a folder. Well, you know, you got to be consistent about calling people back. These sticky notes get lost, you know. Um, so now, you know, obviously we have databases and CRMs to, to do that. But even beyond that, I think what's happened is we've gotten a little lazy doing a lot of texting and just emailing. And I think people still want to have a conversation. And, uh, with our agents, you know, all summer leads were flowing, flowing, flowing. So everybody obviously going for the low hanging fruit and that's, that's human nature. Uh, but when it slows down a little bit, like it kind of has in the last couple of weeks, are you cultivating your leads? Are you calling people? Are you calling your top, you know, your top 20 clients or, or leads that you need to call? So uh, one thing we talked about in our team meeting yesterday is, you know, reaching out to people, being consistent. You don't have to bulldog them. But let them know that, hey, I'm here to serve you, right? I'm here to serve you. And uh, a lot of times, you know, we as people, if, if a, a cl potential client or customer says, hey, I'm really not looking right now, but then you see them in our website continuing to look at houses, eh, maybe you need to reach out to them. So the technology does allow us to see things that we couldn't see 10, 15, 20 years ago. Uh, so if you see Bob looking at the same house five times, you might need to call Bob and go, Bob. Hey man, you want to go take a look at this house, Jimmy? What do you use for that to be able to watch? So, so our, our so we use. I mean, we've used multiple CRMs over the years. We've used Boomtown. We use we've used Sync. Right now, we use Follow Up Boss. Um, that seems to work well for us. Um, mm -hmm. And then I've got an operations manager who kind of he was a uh, inside sales associate, and he used to handle all the calls. Well, he manages that with the agents. So he's following up and checking, you know, with them kind of on a daily basis. You know, we kind of have a daily a Zoom meeting with everybody. Hey, what are you working on? Mm -hmm. We'll check on some of those leads, you know, because you, you got to hold people accountable. I mean, everybody's adults, but you still got to hold them accountable. So um, that's the other thing, accountability. Yeah, and that's huge. And um, yeah, I mean, a lot of people, I mean, is that something that you think most agents are using or not? I don't, I don't feel like I hear people talking about that. I feel like that's an easy thing. So make a huge difference, obviously, if you're paying attention to that. Is that within Boomtown right now that's doing that? But do they all do it or what? I mean, they, they all do it to some degree. I mean, like I said, we had Boomtown, we had Sync. Now we use Follow Up Boss. 
depends on what your team's needs are. But I mean, I think, you know, they're all probably roughly the same Chevy, Ford, Dodge, Toyota, right? I mean, which one do you like? Are you a Ford guy? Or are you a Chevy guy? Are you a GMC guy? I mean, so um, we've used three different ones. They all have their pros, you know, and cons, but this one we, this one worked better for us. Plus it was a little less expensive. So, and, and it has an app. So they're able to put their notes in there and we can at any time go in and check and see, Hey, um, where are we at with this client? It has a dashboard. We can track commissions and things like that. So it, it works well for us. Yeah. No, 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 I've heard no, follow boss, you know, quite a bit. So fantastic. And then, uh, so that's, uh, is that, I mean, anything else on the, on the follow-up? Because, I mean, you're, you're talking about that. But, I mean, outside of that, what are some of the other things that you've been doing to stay in front of people? <clears throat> well, I mean, it's really about, you know, calling, like I said, you know, sending people cards, uh, but just being in contact. Because the reality is people have so much access, whether they're on HAR, whether they're on Zillow, whether they're on an office website, it is easy for them to find another agent inadvertently whether they're trying to or not right they're on har and they're looking and if you haven't set up a search for them guess what oh they clicked this house it's got another agent listed if you haven't gotten that client to commit to you you might lose them so don't be mad two months from now when you look up and they bought a house the question i would say to you is did you stay in front of them did you follow up with them did you did you call them did you say hi to them anything just be top of mind we had a guy I'll give you an example. Uh, this is about three years ago. Uh, he came through. We actually had Boomtown at the time. He came through as a PPC. He came through in January. And he didn't give us a phone number. But we put him on a drip. Uh, so all he was getting were emails based on his parameters. Seven months later, he reached out to the, to the agent it was assigned to. And he said, hey, I want to go look at some houses. By December, he closed on a $1.4 million deal, cash. He told the agent who's still on our team, he said, the reason I used you guys, I know a lot of agents, he said, the reason I used you guys is you guys were very persistent. And really, it wasn't us being as persistent calling. It was more the system doing a lot of the work for us. I'm with you. And, yep. and yep. so, you know, imagine a closing three days before Christmas, $1.4 million deal. That's $42,000 commission, you know, split up on the team between that agent and the, and the office. 42 Gs. Merry Christmas. Exactly. I was skiing in Breckenridge. No, I was in uh, Beaver Creek, you know, and when the wire hits your account, you're like, oh, okay. I see, I see how this works. This is going to be a good dinner tonight. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So, <laughs> I mean, it's consistency, persistence, and I don't mean bulldog persistence, just persistence in a nice gentle way uh but you gotta you gotta help move people along too i mean i think people are looking to us as experts and oftentimes yeah. they're like i don't know you tell me and i think we have to we have to be we have to drive the bus i always tell my agents drive the bus drive the bus they're hiring us as experts so let's be experts right so uh, there's so much power in that right there you know because i mean i am that right when i when i'm when i got my consumer hat on you know i mean it didn't matter what I, I kind of like, I think I kind of like it a little bit when I ask people and I put them in a position and they're like, oh, oh, well, shit, I don't know. And I'm like, come on, man, you work here. It's like, you eat here every night. Like, you know the menu. It's like, give me your top three favorite, whatever, or whatever, wherever I am, you know? But it's like, I want them to take control. It's like, you you, you probably know this better than I do. So like, what what, what do I do, you know? So, yeah. um, I mean, 
recognize that's huge. Well, I mean, think about it. If you go hire an attorney, you're looking for the attorney to guide you in a process. If you go to the doctor, you're looking for the doctor to guide you, you know, through the process. Now, I'm not saying realtors have that level of schooling, but in our realm, this is what we do. So you need to become a student of the game, learn as much as you can about real estate, as much as you can about houses, and learn about people and learn how to pivot and learn how to recognize personality types because one size does not fit all. I can't approach you one way and someone else the same way. So I've got to learn to be a chameleon. I got to pick up on that, you right. know? So we wear a lot of hats, you know, sometimes we're counselors, you know, and all kind of other stuff. Yeah, and then uh, and, and I think it's a good transition. You know, when it comes to communication and different forms of communicating, you know, I know that uh, you, you were talking uh, kind of before we started with uh, a lot of people like the text now, phone call, they still appreciate the phone call. Um, and, 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 and I want to hear your take on it, but I mean, I was just going to you know, say this and then uh, and I want to hear kind of where, where you're coming from. Because I mean, I kind of know the direction you're going to go. But um, so with everybody, I feel like, and tell me if you agree or disagree with this, um, but you shared this on Masterclass and I liked it a lot. Um, everybody's different, right? So like, especially if you're back to follow up, you know, if you're, if you're following up with people, it might be text, it might be the phone call, you know, depending on, you know, maybe the age or what they're used right. to. It could be Facebook messenger. It could be email, you know, like your right. guy, right? 1.2 mil. I mean, he liked that, right? You're dripping on him. You know, you're hitting him every month or however often. So, uh, just because one or two doesn't work, you need to, you need to use them all because like, that's right. they might get right back to you on an email and they haven't, they, they haven't texted you back in a week for, you know, right. And it might sound crazy to some people cause they might think it's the opposite, but anyway, go, go ahead. What, what are, <laughs> but no, I think you're right. I think you have to identify, I mean, I'm 50 years old. So, you know, social media didn't exist when we were in high school. Thank God. Cause man, I'd be in trouble. But what I'm saying is, is that the way we communicated, in the 80s or even the 90s is different than the way we communicate in 2020, right? But to your point, I gotta know, am I, am I dealing with a 60 year old client who doesn't like to do text messages? He doesn't like, he doesn't open his email, right? Maybe he needs a phone call. Or am I dealing with a 25 year old who's like, I'm okay with text or I'm on Instagram or I'm on Facebook Messenger, like you said. So you gotta know your audience um, you, you can't overlay the same thing for all clients, but that sure. goes back to you right. and being perceptive enough to know what's actually going on. Right? So if I meet you for the first time at a house and I'm showing you a house, let your client do some talking so you can pick up on them because you'd be surprised when you let people talk, there's a lot you can learn about them. Even if it's not a direct question, they may say, you know, I live here, my kids go to school here, their ages are this, uh, my job is here. So as they're giving you that data, you need to be processing and that helps you better, be better equipped to serve them. I, I love that. No, that, that is huge. You know, if, like if it's, a, if it's somebody that you're already in communication with, it's very, very easy to avoid what could be a huge complication, which is a block or a right. lack communication by just asking them, hey, what, what, what do you want to do? Um, or, you know, if, if you haven't had, you know, if you don't have a relationship yet, maybe you can't ask that and right, you got you to figure it out, right? Yeah, exactly. So, all right. So let's transition into uh, your team. Um, are you, are you actively hiring right now? Are you looking for more people? So we just, we just brought on someone last week on the team. So I do have, so just the way our brokerage is structured, we have about 25 agents here. Uh, we have, I have a team within the brokerage that has about nine people total on it. And then I have agents who are independent within the brokerage. 
So we're always hiring. Um, the team, we're probably not hiring right now since we just added someone last week. Uh, there was a producer from somewhere else that's been in the business for a while. Uh, but we're, all, we're always hiring. I mean, we're in the Clear Lake area. I grew up in the Clear Lake area. I'm a Clear Lake High graduate. I'm a University of Houston Clear Lake graduate. So um, we're here for the long term. Our office is on Bay Area. So we're, we're always looking to hire, talk to people. Actually, there are times where people just want to have a conversation. Like, what do you think I should do? I mean, you can come talk to me. I'm okay with that. You don't have to commit to coming here. Let's just have a conversation about real estate. Yeah, no, I, I love that. And, uh, and I, I share that all the time, you know, because with my gift business, I, I, um, I work with all agents still do, but you know, with Houston Oil Producers, it's primarily the top 500. And, 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 right. uh, and you know, what, what's kind of you know, mind blowing is like how willing and you know, like y'all are to share and work together, you know, versus the competitive, like, well, you know, I can't sell you a house. Like why, why do I want to connect and network with other uh, agents because it's my competition. So. Right. It, go ahead. I'll say something about that in a minute. Yeah. Um, you, you go ahead. Cause I was about to ask people or ask you, how people can get a hold of you. <laughs> so, well, well, let me just segue on what you said. I mean, I think that's a misconception. You know, when I first started in the industry, I was at a big, bro big brokerage and everybody kept their cards close to the vest. And it's like, why? Like, yeah. mm -hmm. why would you not share information? If you're, if you're securing what you're doing, you don't need to worry about what anyone else is doing, but I'm, I'm more than happy to share information with other people. Um, you know, like, or vice versa. I've had people, uh, like Christy Buck, you know, Christy, you know, I've gone to her office before Christy's over in Pearland and, you know, there's a little overlap area wise, but I mean, we share information. I mean, she's still going to do her business over there and sell a hundred million. Right. You know, so she's not worried about me and we have these conversations, you know, Hey, so share information, people. There's no, there's no point in trying to, you know, uh, paint yourself into a corner and think that you're going to just do it all on your own. So. Yeah. No, it's so, so true. Um, real quick. How can people get a hold of you by the way? So the, the, well, the best way is probably email, which is, which is my email address, Jimmy with a Y at simianproperties.com. And that's T I E S on the end of properties. Um, that's probably the easiest way you could, you could call or text me. Uh, my number is 281-948-7511. Um, you know, I'm checking my phone all day. Be patient though. I mean, sometimes I get to the end of the day and I'm like, Oh crap. I got to call someone back or text someone back, but yes. Yeah. Anytime yeah. if someone has a question, you know, ask me about my journey, you know, how I got here. I did not grow up wanting to be a real estate agent, but here I am and I love it. So. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, you're, you're, you're a master craft, man. You, know, you didn't just start, you've been doing it for a while. So yeah. um, if you're looking for some insight, you know, feel free to reach out to him. Um, all right. So, um, man, what's, Back to Corona for a second. What uh, what's been your um, least favorite part about the whole deal? And then I'm gonna ask you which favorite part is. But what's your least favorite? What do you what do you not like? Is it travel? A lot of people say that. I'm kind of you know yeah. I mean, travel has been a little restrictive. I mean, obviously not little. It's been restrictive for everybody. But I haven't traveled anywhere. Uh, my oldest daughter is about to have a baby, so then it it limits me from wanting to go outside the area and then come back and. Who knows maybe expose her or I have a grand I have a two and a half year old grandbaby so I try to keep it tight keep it close to home um, and not uh, put myself out there uh, so that part of it probably uh, has been been the most difficult part because you've worked all summer you're tired you need a break and I'd like to just go somewhere you know so yeah no I totally hear you what, what about um the speaking of being positive what's uh what's the best part of uh 
you know, quarantine life, right, or in the new world we're in or whatever. I mean, you know what? I think for for me and for the office and for the team, when, when this all first happened, I think everybody in our office came together. You know, it was easy to say, oh, man, the wheels are going to fall off the bus. No, the wheels did not fall off the bus here. We had to reset for a minute. We had to focus on what we needed to do. You know, I have in the whole office, I have five W-2 employees. So, you know, people were worried about their jobs at first, but, but that, didn't, that didn't become an issue. You know, we were fortunate there. So everybody was able to keep their job. So I think the most positive thing is it was business as usual after we got past the first couple of weeks. And uh, we've had a great year. Like I said, we're outpacing last year. Uh, awesome. In, in 2020, and it's Corona and every other bad thing that's happened in the world this year. And we kind of don't buy into that. We acknowledge it and we see it and we accept it, but we continue to move forward. We don't want to focus on negative, negative, negative. And leadership starts at the top, man. And, you know, obviously I can, I can, I can hear it. I can feel it. You know, I mean, I know your team is hearing, obviously, and talking to you all the time. So, I, I mean, and I, I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, I, I my team, you know, that I'm in constant communication with because there's so much bullshit out there. Oh. Every time you turn on, it was like, I mean, you're not going to get it from me and I don't want to get it from you. You know, it's right. like, go turn the TV on, you know, or right. go, go read some BS on Facebook or whatever. But anyway, I'll get on a rant. I'm pretty passionate about that. Oh, I'm, I'm with you on that because if, if you think negative and you speak negative, your whole life is going to just be negative. You're going to be mad at everybody and everything. You're just looking for the problems. Where right. I, yeah. I, just, I, I want a problem. It's like, yeah. you get it. I don't want the problems. like, yeah, you do. <laughs> oh, man. All right. If you could be locked in quarantine with anybody um, outside of family, you know, or a significant other, who would it be? Who would I like to be locked in quarantine? I mean, that's kind of a trick question. I mean, I could give you a few answers, um, but we've got to keep it clean on here, don't we? Um, who would I like to be low? Well, you know, I mean, I've had women on here be like Brad Pitt or whatever, you know what I mean? And stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, who would I like to be locked in quarantine with? Um, hmm. I mean, if, if I was going to just like be, be the, if, if the man in me is coming out and I just want to be locked down with some woman or something, it'd be like, you know, Jennifer Lopez or Jennifer Aniston, you know, um, you know, have conversation and, you know, see what, what life's like in their world. True. Totally different than real estate, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. That's awesome. All right, cool deal. What, uh, what's the last book you read uh, or what's your favorite book? <sighs> um, you know what? Uh, one of my favorite books is a book called Life on the Color Line. Okay. Go look it up. So it's, a, it's about a man who initially grew up thinking he was white, but he was actually biracial. And when he discovered that, and this happened many years ago, when he discovered that he went from living in a white world to a black world. And the book talks about how life was completely different. And he went on to, I believe, become an attorney. And I think he was a um, professor or the head of the law school at Ohio State University. But wow. it's, it's a journey from him what we call passing him thinking he was one thing racially and he was really something else and it, and that relates to me also because i'm multiracial so um i have lots of stories and maybe one day i'll write a book but we don't have enough time for that today 
<laughs> so that would be probably one of my favorite books. It's been a while since I read it, but it always stands out in my mind, just the journey and what he had to go through. And this was, you know, 40, 50 years ago. So different. Sure. Yeah. yeah. Well, totally different than yeah. uh, now. I wrote it down. No, thank you for, for the, life, the life on the color line. Yeah. Life on the color line. All right. What, uh, what's your favorite uh, band or musical genre? Uh, so, you know, I'm 50 years old. I was born in 69. I grew up an R&B kid. You know, uh, I'm an I'm a old 70s guy, early 80s guy. Um, so our old school R&B, Earth, Wind and Fires of the World, those mm -hmm. are my jam. Early 80s, I like pop music, the Madonnas of the World, you know, mm -hmm. Michael Jackson, Prince, Prince, you know, I mean, you can't go wrong with Prince. No. So, um, None of those, those, those were my jams. And then, and there was that gangster rapping me for like late eighties, early nineties, you yeah. know? Um, <laughs> so stuff now, I don't, I don't know names of songs anymore. I don't know lyrics anymore, but if you turn on seventies or eighties music, I, I can jam all day long. There you go. See Jimmy rolling, jamming. So exactly. NWA. Cruising down yep. the street in my Singapore. <laughs> Hell yeah, <laughs> that was right when uh, hip hop took over by the yeah. All right, let's see, uh, what about, what's your favorite brand or product that you can't live without? My favorite brand or product, what? Which you can't live without. That can't live without. Um, I gotta say, I mean, Apple. I mean, you know, I got my Apple watch on, I got my Apple phone, uh, I got, I got, you know, uh, Beats. I mean, I got them all. You know, I got my earpod, iPod, or earpods. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I think pretty much life. You know, Apple's got it locked down, right? I mean, so. Yeah, they do. Yeah, um, yeah. I, I couldn't live with those. I mean, earlier I took spin class. You know, I, I'm checking my. Oh, see, there it's still on there. I burned 814 calories. You know that type of stuff. So. Boom! Nice. Yeah, anybody that says uh, anything other than their cell phone is probably just not thinking about their cell phone. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> so, cool deal. And, uh, hey, do you have a coach or a mentor? I don't have a coach anymore, but uh, a few years ago, I used Corcoran Coaching. Um, they're uh, run by Bubba Mills now. They're out of uh, St. Louis area. Um and so I was there. Well, I think you said two different outfits. You said Corcoran Coaching. Was that like Barber Corcoran, like Shark No, Bank? so that's two different – there's two okay. different places. So there's Barber Corcoran, obviously, and then there, then this company was owned by Bob Corcoran, and then he sold it to Bubba Mills, who's the current owner. So I had a coach there for about three years. Uh, she's out of Madison, Wisconsin. She's a top producer there, Joe Ferraro, a great lady. So I, I worked with her. Uh, two and a half years and and that's kind of when you know business started scaling up and you know no matter how much you think you know there are people who know way more than you or are at least doing it differently and taking their businesses to a next level so so don't be so arrogant to think that you don't need to hear it from anybody else so uh, that's when our team i mean we've had the team for four years uh we've made houston hbj every year that we Every full year we had, we started in September four years ago, and we've made HBJ not that year, but every year after that. So, um, you know, so we've we've scaled up. Last year was a little soft for us, but two years ago we did 100. I mean, we did 50 million. Last year we did 42 million. We're almost to 42 million right now. So we're hoping to get back to 50 million this year, and we're actually doing it with fewer people. 
That's awesome, man. Congratulations on the year during the pandemic, during all Thank the disaster. You. And while we're, 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 we're fortunate, you're fortunate, you know, I know you know that and appreciate that, but you know, it's, um, I mean, the real estate market has been, um, you know, I don't know if shelter is the right word, but whatever, so, you know, for whatever yeah. reason, it's, it's, it's doing well and hadn't been hit as, as, as hard as a lot of other businesses, obviously. So, um, just two more questions for you. What's, uh, what's the best advice you ever got and who gave it to you? This is one of them. Um, probably my dad. Um, what dad, dad say? So my dad said, you know, once upon a time, he said this when I was young, he's like, if you're going to do something, do it right the first time the first time. And so that may seem like very elementary, but sure. you know how I many people don't do things stuff, don't do things right the first time. And so that's carried over into everything I've done in my life, including real estate. So like when we write contracts, mm -hmm. write the damn contract correct the first time. <laughs> we, we should only be negotiating probably price and closing. It's hard day. to argue that, you know what I mean? Like, but, but, but we're, we're, go ahead, go ahead. No, no, no. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm interrupting. No, I, I was just going to say, we, we, we write these contracts and, you know, especially when you have multiple offer situations, I tell you what, if, if I get five contracts, all things being equal, and you send me a sloppy contract, that is indif indicative of how this transaction is going to go. Okay. So, um, so that's just something, I mean, he's, he was a, a Marine. He was a career Marine. So I was raised you know, military style, you know, you had to get A's and B's. That's right. I was just about to do that. You had to get, you just did everything right the first time, you know, plus it saves you time. <laughs> I mean, so that's why we're very much about efficiency, whether we're writing contracts, following up with leads, the way we do our business, we want to be efficient. So I would say, even though that's a very simple elementary thing, it's just kind of always stuck with me just do it right the first time. And that's, you know, I've got two daughters. I have a 30 year old and a 27 year old. And, and my youngest one will tell you, I used to, I used to, when she would do algebra problems and she would skip steps, I'd erase the whole problem and make her do it all over again. And now today she tells me, she's like, I understand why now, dad. That's awesome. You know, so people that's cut corners. So, and, and they don't cut corners. They can't in what they do. So one of them's a, a nurse, you can't cut. She's a nurse at MD Anderson. You can't cut corners when people's lives are in your hands. Uh-huh. Nope. Man, that's a great one. Thank you so much for sharing. And uh, the last question I have for you, sir, is uh, if you could share uh, a funny or embarrassing story since, you know, it could be maybe like a hidden talent that you got nobody knows about or like a funny real estate story, you know, like showing, piece, showing, showing some property and, and I don't know, just something stands out. You got 18 years here. So like, give me, give me, give me, give me something comical that's happened along the way. 18 uh so real estate or just in general in general in general i mean whatever man man i had to think about that for a minute i mean i'm self-deprecating so i mean it, you know i'm more than happy to share um uh, uh oh man how about a buyer? i'll make it easier for you how about a buyer funny buyer experience um I mean, this is probably not one of my specific clients, but uh, we had a client one time. I mean, it's not so much funny, but it's just kind of ridiculous to think this. Uh, he, was, he was under contract under on a house, um, and the house was vacant, and he went in and started painting the house and doing stuff in the house before we ever closed on it, and we didn't even know this. Oh, oh, wait, but on top of that, 
while he was working on it, he left his gun in the house and left the house. And the homeowner was coming to check on something. So it's kind of not funny, but it's, it's crazy, right? Sure, so he comes into the house. He does work without any permission. We had no knowledge of this. While he's working, he, he pulls it out, sets it on the floor. He forgets it there and leaves. And the homeowner comes in for whatever reason, checking on something. And they call, a, call their agent who calls our agent. Now, that's not funny, but that's kind of like, really? Like, the world we live in, this, I mean, how does this even happen? I know. That is, uh, that is nuts, man. So yeah. did, uh, did he end up closing on the house? Yeah, I mean, we ended up closing oh, well, on the house. There you go. At least he got paid. So. <laughs> but it's just like, you want to say, really? Like, how, right. how does this even happen? First, how do you even think you, you have access? You know, that would, you would think that would kind of be understood. You would think that you wouldn't have to tell every single client, hey, by the way, do not get in the house. Now, you're, now people out there might say, well, how did he get in the house? Well, here's what happened. Apparently, there was an AC guy they're doing something so we never gave them the combination some independent contractor i believe gave him the combination and that's how he accessed the house that's crazy man yeah wow. never know never know man Dude. never know all right one more time how can people get a hold of you real quick before I get jimmy, us out jimmy with a y at simeonproperties.com uh cell phone Text or I mean, text me uh, or call me 281-948-7511. Uh, text would probably be easiest. Be patient. I get a lot of calls and text messages. Be patient, and I will definitely get back to you or have someone in my office get back to you, depending on what your question is. I do have someone who handles kind of the recruiting side of things also. Awesome. Well, hey, Jimmy, thank you for being on, brother. I appreciate it, man. Hey, hey. As always. I appreciate you doing this. And uh, by the way, I like your haircut, man. You know, that's good oh, stuff. Appreciate it. Yeah, yeah. Well, you beat me to it. But, you know, I mean, I just like hey, it. Ladies, ladies love the bald stuff. You know what I'm saying? It's the it's the corona look. I couldn't get to my barber for too long. I got I got, I got fed up, man. Couldn't, couldn't <laughs> get it anymore. I said, you know what? I'm never paying you again. <laughs> right, right. Um, anyway, well, hey, guys. Uh, Disruption Nation. It's a show podcast platform that you can uh, you know, find people that are leaders in the community disrupting their space in a positive way. Like us on, uh, on Facebook, subscribe, or, or just download us. We're on your uh, favorite podcast app. And uh, we drop these every week, every Tuesday at 2 o'clock. And for events that we have um, online and in person, go to masterclasshouston.com to see what we have coming up next. You can RSVP right there for free. And um, that's it. So, Jimmy, thank you so much again for being on. I appreciate it. And everybody else, thanks for tuning in. And we'll, uh, we'll see you next Tuesday at 2 o'clock. All right. All right thank you, Taylor. Y'all have a good one.